As we get near the end of the book of Numbers, Joshua gives his farewell speech to the Israelites. He knows he's about to die. And then he wants to renew their promises. He wants them to renew their promises to God and remind them of God's promises to them. And so they, so they renew the covenant. That's, that's what it's called in the Bible. And, and he starts out his speech by, uh, by reminding them, this is what the Lord says to you. So the Lord had given him a message to pass along to them. And so now this is the Lord speaking. And the Lord starts to speak through Joshua. Uh, Joshua is re retelling what the Lord has told him, uh, but in the first person with God. And he wants the Israelites to know, he's like, he takes them back to the time before Abraham. Abraham's father, his name was Terah, and the Lord says, says, back in the days when Terah, the father of Abraham, was around, he says, I took Abraham and I led him to such and such a place. And then he goes on like that for about 10 verses, recounting all the different people and all, all the different people God led, all the different places that he led them. Just a, a very brief, concise, but, but pretty, pretty robust history of everything that God did. And there's a word that pops up in, within about a 10-verse stretch, one word that pops up within a 10-verse stretch about 20 times. You know what that one word is as God is telling them all the history? I. I took Abraham. I led him to a different place. I led Isaac too, and Jacob, and his sons, and your descendants. I did this, I did this, I did this. I protected them, I guided them. I, 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 I. As if God really wants them to know that God did that. Well, I thought about that after reading that and thought their history would have been so different if God had not been active in their lives. Different in what ways? I don't even know. I don't know. But, but God was active. God did all of that. God got them to the promised land. God did that. I've alluded to this already, mentioned it in some other videos, but the most wonderful time of the year sometimes brings out the worst parts of people's personalities. The stress, the anxiety, the unmet expectations, the everything. All the different parts of it, the things that you got to do, the, the parties and the presents and, and plenty of other things. The, it's like the to-do list and, and the other to-do list and the other to-do list and the other one and the other one. And, and then somebody adds something on top of it and it's the straw that broke the camel's back and you just lose it. Christmas can be really overwhelming when you think about all the different things that you need to do. And so, as you get into Christmas, really close to Christmas now, remember this really important truth about Christmas. That the very first Christmas, it was entirely something God did. God did that. When the angels visited the shepherds and said, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. They said, This will be a sign to you. And he didn't say, Go and you'll find Mary and Joseph sitting in a, sitting in a house or something like that. You know, and Mary's hair is going to look really nice and Joseph's going to look really confident. And they said, This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby laying in a manger. That was the sign that they were going to be okay because God did something. God sent a gift of love. God came in human flesh. God came 
without us asking. Because he wanted you to be comforted this Christmas and find peace in knowing that the God who came is still right here with us. God came, my friends. God did that for you. Rest well tonight, my friends.